Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Evan Roberts. Tiki Barber. It's Evan and Tiki on WFAN, The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Happy Monday to you, Evan and Tiki. We begin a brand new week, the final week of February, and you can feel it. You can feel the birds chirping. You can kind of smell that pollen slowly coming into our air. There's baseball on TV. We're almost back to spring. And we'll get to some baseball as the show rolls on, including my big issue with these new MLB uniforms. More (laughs) proof that the Yankees need to get rid of that archaic beard policy. And a very, very alarming stat about your beloved New York Knicks. But this week is the beginning of Combine Week. And I don't get excited for the Combine because there's a bunch of guys in underwear running around. I get excited for the Combine because now the offseason is really begun to begin. Right. Now the seeds are planted on potential trades and draft ups and rumors about free agency. And one thing Joe Shane told us at the end of the season, Tiki, he was very honest. He said, we're going to add a quarterback. Like he told us. Yes. This is not me guessing or surmising. We're going to add a quarterback. And the more I think about it, the answer may be Justin Fields. And I don't what? think anyone's thinking about it that way. Justin Fields? Yes, Justin Fields. Ugh. I think he's a really, really interesting fit for where the Giants are. First of all, before I give my reasoning, <laughs> makes those damn sense. Why, are, go ahead. why are you disgusted by it? Because Justin Fields is not proven yet as a starter. And if you're the Giants, Joe Shane, Brian Dable, Daves, you're going into year three. You need, if you're going to bring in a quarterback to supplant Daniel Jones, he's got to be a, like a secure, bona fide, without reproach NFL starter. That's not Justin Fields. Right. I like where Justin Fields is going. Right. I think he made some leaps last year. Uh, and, and actually, two years ago, he made some leaps. But even last year, he started to see some improvements. He didn't have a 300-yard passing game in his career mm-hmm. until last year. And so... He's, it was like, oh, it's starting to click, but he's not there yet, and he's still got to figure out whether or not you want to pick up his fifth-year option. So you're getting to this, all right, we have Daniel Jones, but he's not healthy unless you're moving off from Daniel Jones, which would be imprudent. So you don't have a healthy Daniel Jones. I guess Tommy DeVito is also there just in case, but you put another question mark at quarterback. If you're going to bring in a quarterback, mm-hmm. it's either got to be a longer project or a bona fide, we're not even thinking about this issue going forward. And the only person out there right now in free agency that I see is Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's not an option. And I don't want Kirk You're Cousins. You're not adding a quarterback that fits the description you laid out. If they add a quarterback, here are your options. Veteran backup, a Terod Taylor, bringing him back. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, kind of someone of that ilk. Or you're drafting somebody, which you have no idea what they're going to be. Whether you're selecting them in the top five because you're trading up, or you're Mm -hmm. staying where you are in the first round, or you're drafting a guy in the second round. You have no idea what they're going to be. Justin Fields, and and here's why I do think he makes a lot of sense. you got to be open-minded. 
You got to be open-minded. You ready to open up your ears? I'm, I will listen. And at least listen and say, all right, Evan, that makes sense. I'm not going to say that I'm going to agree. <laughs> Number one, Justin Fields is still incredibly young. And we yeah, don't know fully what he is. That's number one. Number two, over his last 20 games, his stats have matched Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Lamar <laughs> Jackson. Except for uh, the critical one. What's the critical one? W. Well, okay, and that's all on Justin Fields? Well, some of them are. Running the ball, scrambling late, fumbling. Come things on, of that dude, nature. you know that. You know what the Ravens are. You know how well coached they are. You know how good their defense is. Like, of course. We're not putting that on Justin Fields. My point is, over the last 20 games... Justin Fields statistically, I'm not going to say it's better than Lamar Jackson, but has almost matched him. Mm -hmm. Has been in the same league as a guy that just won the MVP. But that's not the eye test. That's the stat test. Okay, what does the eye test tell you about Justin Fields? That he stinks? Sometimes he's really good, but then sometimes that critical moment, he makes a mistake. Whether it's holding the ball loosely and fumbling when he scrambles on third down and six to pick up 12 yards and he loses the ball. And it changes the complexion of the game. He loses that possession and it puts his team in a position to lose as opposed to a position to win. It happened multiple times a mm-hmm. year ago. And so, is that a maturity thing? Sure. But to put him on the par with Lamar Jackson? Not, no, 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 no. I'm not. Who is like an all-time no, gamer? No, Obviously, no. He can't do it in the postseason Dude, when it really matters, but still, that's not Lamar what, Jackson, you know he's winning you a game. Yeah, but don't take me comparing their stats as me saying he's as good or better. I'm not suggesting yeah. that. I'm telling you that what he's accomplished over the last year and a half is impressive. That's number mm. one. And number two... Until you I, watch it. Unless you're watching it. Okay. Evan, and I, I hear what you're saying, but I called one of their – who was that game I called? I can't remember now. But he threw for 200-something yards in the first half. He was 16 for 16. His only incompletion was a Hail Mary at the end of the half. No business losing this game. Mm-hmm. He comes out, second half, game gets tight, sack, fumble. They pick it up. Denver uh, pick uh, picks it up, scores a touchdown, and then they end up losing that game. Right. That was his first 300-yard game. He was beautiful until he wasn't. I understand. Right? I just – I can't trust Justin Fields yet, especially if he's coming in yeah, well, to replace no, Daniel I'm Jones. Not, well, hold on. I never said replacing Daniel Jones. How do you have Daniel Jones and Justin Fields on this team at the same Are time? Are the Giants bringing in a quarterback this year? Yes. Okay, right, because Joe Shane already told us yes. that. And your hope is Daniel Jones is healthy enough for the start of the season. Do we know if Daniel Jones is going to be healthy enough for the start of the season? I have no idea. You have no if idea. I was, if I was guessing, I'd say no. Okay, you have no idea, and if you're guessing, you'd say no. So the likeliest scenario is they're going to draft somebody, which I'm not even opposed to, Mm -hmm. but they're going to draft somebody. If Daniel Jones isn't ready for the start of the season, and let's say you guys draft J.J. McCarthy in the second round. How's that sound? That's perfect. Oh, you like that? that's what I would prefer. Okay, great. In the second round. Perfect. You just drafted J.J. McCarthy in the second round, and Daniel Jones is making a lot of progress, but he's not quite ready. Guess who's starting week one for the New York Giants? And don't tell me Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito? It's not, though. (laughs) Who is it? J.J. McCarthy. (laughs) You would be starting this young quarterback right out of the gate. And two reasons why that's a negative. Can I tell you? Number one, ideally, quarterback should sit. Even Eli Manning sat, even though it was only a few weeks. Patrick Mahomes sat for a full year. I know that's the dream scenario. Mm. But you would like to have the kid you draft sit Mm. and learn. You know who didn't? Who's that? C.J. Stroud. Okay. Look, I could give you a few that didn't, but what about the ones that are better off sitting? I, no, you're right. Do you think J.J. McCarthy would be better off sitting for a couple of games, a couple of months, maybe well, a year? it depends on what they're doing. If they're asking him to do what he did at Michigan, which is don't make too many decisions, to just be smart and mm-hmm. turn around and hand the football off 
and win a national championship, fine. I, right. can, I can deal with that J.J. McCarthy as a rookie. But if you're saying drop back, read, process, and I was listening to Kurt uh, Warner, this you know, speaking of Eli, only starting for a few games, I was listening to Kurt Warner, how he's saying it, it is so impossible to evaluate what's going to happen with these college quarterbacks because what they do in college does not translate to the NFL. Right. So what J.J. McCarthy did at Michigan – it, most of it will not translate. So right. you're right. It will take a year unless it's made so transparent and and easy for them. I'm not saying it's easy because it's not, but easy for them that they can excel. That's what happened down in, in, in Houston right. with C.J. Stroud. Are, are the Giants that? No. I, I don't think so. No, they're ideally going to have the kids sit. You agree with me? I do agree okay. with you. So if this kid has to play right away because Daniel Jones isn't ready, and then let's say... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Five weeks into the year, Daniel's ready to go. So let me get this straight. You're going to draft a guy in the first or second round. He's going to probably have to play right away, and then he's going to sit because the veteran Daniel Jones, who's probably not on this team long-term, comes back. No, I It doesn't make any sense. Hence why, if you bring in Justin Fields, and what I'm drawn in by is I don't think the price is going to be that high. Albert Breer reported a few days ago the framework of a Justin Fields trade is probably going to go down in the next week, and we're probably looking at maybe a second-round pick to get you Fields. So let's say the Giants do that. They keep their first pick. They keep their first-round pick. They trade one of the twos, because remember, they've got a few of them, to Chicago, and they get Justin Fields. And what we have next August is a real, not a Fugazi, a real quarterback competition where Justin Fields and Daniel Jones go mano e mano, not one of those Fugazi quarterback competitions, a real one. And here's what's great about it. you got two excellent talents going mano a mano. If Daniel Jones is healthy enough and outdoes Justin Fields, great. Yeah, great. He's your starting quarterback. Okay, then what do you do with Justin Fields? You just traded a second rounder for. Well, you don't. You have to have a competition, though. We always talk about competitions in that quarterback room. you traded a second rounder for a guy who's not going to do jack. Uh, you right? don't know that. You think Daniel Jones is going to get healthy through a full season, something he is very unlikely to do? You are also giving yourself a chance to evaluate. Maybe Justin Fields is the answer. Maybe the Bears are going to rue the day that they had that number one overall pick and decided to flip Fields away. Mm -hmm. You have a real quarterback competition. By the way, Justin doesn't even make a lot of money next year. I think his cap number is like $6.5 million. And you give yourself a year to evaluate two guys that I think are sort of similar in a lot of ways. Two fringe guys trying to prove it. Both have given you flashes. Both have given you hopes they can be stars. Yeah. But both haven't done it consistently. That's a real quarterback competition. And you can do it without giving up anything massive. And what's your idea? Drafting a guy in the second round who probably has to play right away and then is going to sit once Jones is healthy? I just also, How does that make sense? Well, I mean, this. so you're thinking isolated to the quarterback. And I'm trying to look 
big picture. What do the Giants need? They need a wide receiver, and there's a bunch of them available in this draft. They need and probably offensive line help at some point, depending on what they do in free agency and whether or not they move Evan Neal from right tackle interiorly to one of the guards. You need another edge rusher, and there's yep. a few of them in this draft. You need a cornerback. You need depth at linebacker. Like, there's so much this team needs yeah. that I, I think about the draft as you have to get some hits in those at least top four rounds. Right, definitely three, but maybe even the fourth round. You got to get guys who can contribute in the very near term. Not mm-hmm. saying immediately immediate starters, but contribute in the very near term. Otherwise, all this other stuff we're talking about means nothing, right? Because you're just not good enough for surrounding, in this case, your quarterback to be any good. And so, when I think about like the competition, the competition is everywhere. Yeah. We can't just be focused on what's happening at quarterback. And I think there are easier solutions at the quarterback than there are for the other spots. Like what? That, that provide the same kind of upside that Fields has and also the experience he's already garnered. I just don't garnered. know about Fields. That's my, you don't that, know about J.J. McCarthy. You don't know about know, Michael Penix. You don't know about any of the guys J. J. being McCarthy, drafted. If we, I'll have four years for J.J. McCarthy to whether or not I'll, I'll determine whether or not he, I, that was the right or wrong pick. Hopefully in the second round. See, J, J, uh, Justin Fields, you got to know in a year. Yeah, but he's already had three years of NFL experience. Like, that's and, already a game that right. you have that you don't when you draft a young quarterback but, where we got to sit there and go through every freaking rookie mistake and to tell ourselves, ah, he's a rookie's going to learn. But now he's in another system. Fourth one. Fourth one. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of systems to be in. I understand. And I don't know if he's going to be any good at it. I don't know if he's going to be good at what Daves and Kafka want him to do. I have no idea. And so... I also don't know where his mindset is. He's I've, I haven't actually met Justin Fields, even though I've called a couple of his games. I thought you met with the quarterbacks before games. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Know, something happened. You know, when we went to Chicago. What he so, no show you or something? I, I, I will not comment. Uh, but I see what's going on. But here. Justin Fields is he's not right. He's not like that go getter quarterback. Right? He's not like that, I'm going to stand up, I'm the CEO of this of this organization, you got a question, ask me. And you kind of need that right. in New York. And I'm not saying you got to be bombastic, because Daniel Jones isn't that way. He just kind of, I'm going to stand there, I'm going to answer the questions. You ask me, I'm going to give them to you, give you the answer as much, best as I can answer. Eli was the same way. And so, like, one, I don't know if you'll fit here. Two... I don't, I don't know scheme-wise if it makes sense. And three, there's so many still question marks around him, it's not worth it for a second-round pick. Why? You're going to use a second-round pick to draft a quarterback anyway. Because then at least I have my future. Yeah, you're right? still going to have your future, though. See, that's the thing where, where our disconnect is. If it was going to take trading your first-round pick for Justin Fields, I'm out. I'll agree with you. That's too expensive. But if the cost is only going to be a second and a fifth, Dude, you're going to draft a quarterback anyway. Because it, now you get a guy that's already gotten three years of experience, is not making a lot of money next year, and here's my favorite part, and this is the part I don't want you to lose sight on, Giant fans. We always talk about a competition, like a mm-hmm. real quarterback competition. I got news for you. Most quarterback competitions are faked. Yeah. They're rigged. They're, rare. They're not real. They're not. When Mark Sanchez was drafted and we were told there's a competition between him and Kellen Clemens, it was not a real competition. When you draft a young quarterback and you've got a veteran right there, it's not a real competition. What I am presenting to you, and you guys can't deny this, is a real competition because you have Justin Fields and Daniel Jones with something in common. You know what that is? What is that? Battling for their NFL starting existence. And you're not locked in long-term on either guy. 
You've got the ability to escape the Daniel Jones contract at the end of the year. You have the ability to escape Justin Fields at the end of the year. And sure, there's a cost in that, like you described. Mm -hmm. But the reward is a real-life quarterback competition with two guys that are genuinely going to push each other. J.J. McCarthy versus Daniel Jones is not a quarterback competition. You want to know why? Because as soon as you draft a quarterback in the first or second round, you're announcing to the world that they're the future. Mm. It's over for Daniel Jones. It's done. This is a real competition. So I understand when you first hear it, your reaction may be, well, the Giants will never do it. They probably won't ever do it. Doesn't make it the wrong decision. You would actually allow yourself to have a real quarterback competition and really put the clamps down on Daniel Jones and say, you know what? Go prove you could still be a starter in this league. Go prove you can play 17 games. And for Justin Fields, if you're going to tell me he won't like this situation, well, too bad. He's not a free agent. That's not up to him. He gets a real competition and a chance to prove it on the grandest stage of them all. And the cost is not that crazy. I think it makes a lot of sense. It depends on what the cost is, but I still don't love Justin Fields. I like him as a quarterback. I do. As he started to develop. Now, I assume Sean doesn't like the idea because the Giants already have their quarterback and Tommy DeVito. That's what he told us back in November. <laughs> so that's probably why you wouldn't be interested, I assume. I'm not full out on Tommy DeVito, by uh, the way. I'm not either. By the way, Justin Fields didn't win that many more games than DeVito did this year. Evan, I just I have to quote one of my favorite quotes of all time when hearing what I just heard as a Giant fan. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. What movie is that from again? Billy Madison. Uh, what the hell are you talking about, man? It, look, your your idea of a quarterback competition in a capsule is not wrong. Thank you. I have a timeout before you continue. Right. At least my main point you agree with, because you can't deny it. Well, no. I agree with you. That no competition is very rarely, and that's a real one, genuine, and at the quarterback position in a capsule, you're not wrong. Okay. Right. However, what has been if you pull this thing back out? The biggest argument against the Giants drafting a quarterback, it would be they have a lot of holes to address. Right. They have a lot of this to address. Justin Fields, as it stands right now, Fields any rumor at a minimum is going to cost you a third round pick. The Giants have five, uh, what four picks inside the top hundred. All of those picks, if they are not going to be used on drafting a quarterback, can't be used on trading for a guy to compete with Daniel Jones for two reasons. Either Justin Fields beats out Daniel Jones, in which case you're going to feel obligated next year to pay him while taking the dead money of Daniel Jones on, and then it's an absorbent cap hit there for the quarterbacks. Or Justin Fields loses to Daniel Jones, mm -hmm. where... Is that going to make anybody feel better about the Daniel Jones situation, health, or otherwise? <laughs> and now you've thrown away a second or third round pick? No, 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 no. I am, in this case, Evan, like you've alluded to in the past, I am the Oculus. I can see things forward, yeah. okay? Yeah. And at the end of the week, we are going to be in a position when this combine ends where I think the unanimous thought is going to be four quarterbacks are going in the top ten because it seems like it's heading that way with J.J. McCarthy. Mm -hmm. Whether you like him or not, that's a story for another day. The Giants at six, I don't think are, in, are no longer out on having to sit there at six and take a quarterback that comes but to hear them. Yourself, hear yourself, hear yeah, yourself. Yeah, I am hearing no, myself. No, no, but this is the part that I find so kind of crazy in a way. You're bothered by the cost of trading for Justin Fields, Absolutely. in which you admit we're probably looking at maybe a third round pick. Yeah. And yet you're so gung-ho so gung uh -huh. on using an even better pick to yep. draft a young quarterback. Yep. 
who is a complete unknown where you aren't even going to get a real competition because that guy's going to play. And by yeah. the way, if Daniel Jones isn't ready for the start of the season, think about how this is going to go. You're going to play your young quarterback week one, and then three weeks into the season no. when he struggles a little bit and Daniel's healthy, <laughs> you're, gonna you're literally going to bench no, him for Daniel that. Jones. I want you to think of, of all the way through yeah, and how I am. asinine that nope, is. It's not asinine. First of all, you are discounting that they have Tommy DeVito who yes. showed he could win football games. That's if right. They need they one, bench two, three to, Hold on, guys, guys. I like Tommy DeVito. This is uh-huh. not against him. They benched him for Terod Taylor. Not well, why to do you ma- think they benched him? Right. Because they, why? Probably a myriad of reasons. A, they probably were bothered by all the off-the-field stuff. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, oh, so <laughs> did, that, did that change? I, no, but it'll be, so different. Then, well, it'll, be, it'll be different next year also, because he's not a rookie who hasn't done anything. That's and, ridiculous, And that man. being said, he has an entire off-season now. Right. Maybe he something. Like, do you think what we saw from Tommy DeVito is the best we'd ever seen? I and mean, I'm not telling you he's the long-term yeah, starter. Exactly. But he's going to be a capable backup in this league. He's already proven he no, can no, do but that. Sure, right. sure. So let's go back to when you were First talking about Tommy DeVito yeah. being the successor to who, Daniel Jones. Yeah. Daniel Jones would lose to him in a competition. And what did I say to you then? It's the same thing I'll say now. Tommy DeVito will be the Giants' starting quarterback when he earns it in training camp. So even if Daniel Jones isn't ready, he'll still have to earn it in training they camp. They pulled the plug on this kid. I know, but I don't think it was was was, was performance no, no, okay. Related. But guys, guys, if they draft a quarterback at six and, and pick whoever you want to pick as sure. that guy, fill in the blank. You want to say it's J.J. McCarthy? Been right. using his name a lot today. They draft J.J. McCarthy. Now it's the first round. He ain't falling to the second round. Mm-hmm. J.J. McCarthy, Daniel Jones, unfortunately, is just not ready. It's going to take a few more weeks. And Tommy DeVito. Who do you think is the starting quarterback week one? Come on, Week guys. one? Yes. If the guy's not ready, it's DeVito. Exactly. No, it's not. It's going to be the kid. It's, it's not going to be the kid. It doesn't have to be the kid because you because you want it to be the kid. Right. I'm, see, I'm being serious. And, Evan, you're also in this very finite spectrum painting the absolute worst-case scenario where Jones isn't ready. The kid they happen to take also isn't ready. Like, the team's going to have a plan here. They're going to know come draft day how far along Daniel Jones is in this process. They're going to know the kind of – they're not going to just – up fourth lottery take. Let me take. They're gonna like the kid they're taking, or they're not right. gonna take him. The point is, your field situation financially, the way the NFL works, yes. doesn't make sense. You're for so the wrong. No, you're you're wrong about that. First of all, I'll start by saying this: if you find the right quarterback, if Justin Fields ends up just busting through and having a great year, and he's your quarterback, I can promise you this. You won't give a rat's ass about what the calculator tells well, you true. when it comes to the cap. <laughs> so get that out of your mouth. I, if he's I, I the right answer, because you're, you're getting in the weeds on the cap. If you trade for him, he wins a competition, and he's great, and he proves Tiki wrong. He can handle New York. Don't waste time with the cap. No one's going to care. That's number one. Right. Okay. This cap is, is it's minimal. It's year. irrelevant. But, but it won't be minimal when you add on the Jones no, no. dead money when oh, you have to pay him if he's Dude, successful. they're going to probably move on from Daniel Jones either way at the end of next year. We all know that. We all know that. So would you rather a quarterback and a rookie deal? No. See, <laughs> no, no. You, again, you're getting cost in the money. He's getting caught in the money. Would I rather a quarterback on a rookie deal? You know what I'd of rather? Course. Of course you would. You know what I'd but... rather? I'd rather the quarterback that's really good. That's what I'd rather. And you, by the way, get the money. I'd rather the quarterback that's good. Any excuse about money or what do I do with the cap situation, dude? Who cares if you found the right answer? But now, Justin just, Fields hasn't proven enough sure. yet that he's the right answer. If your answer to me, then you know he's what? He's the Daniel Jones meme. They're pointing at the Spider-Man meme. They're pointing at each other. They're then, the same guy, man. Then start with that. 
Then say, Evan, the reason I don't want Justin Fields is because he sucks. Yeah, then I, start with that. But he don't tell suck. me about Cap State. That's the problem. But you that's can't exactly say it. he sucks because he doesn't suck. Right. I don't think Daniel Jones sucks. I don't think Justin Fields sucks. But what I do think is I want to swing for the hope of an elite quarterback. I have not seen enough for Justin Fields that tells me I want to spend any kind of pick that could be used to fill another hole on that. I'd rather swing for the fences and hope this team is properly scouted, one of the guys at the top of the draft, and the bonuses get him on a rookie quarterback deal. Thank you, sir. Yeah. It didn't convince me at all. <laughs> it's just because you want the disruption of the Giants. No, no, occur. it's not disruption. Yep. It's the idea that a real competition at quarterback no, no, never, no. ever happens. So I and this would be a genuine way to, to get it. The last time it probably happened was Seattle in 2012 when they paid Matt Flynn all that money as a backup to the Patriots to yep. come to Seattle. Yep, yep. Then they drafted Russell Wilson in the third round. And Russell Wilson beat him out in camp. Took the job. Flat out beat him out. As a rookie, he beat him out. I'll give you one recently. Geno Smith against Drew Locke was a real competition yeah. that Geno won. I don't think they were yeah. looking to give the job to Geno Smith. Yeah, but I don't think they were looking to give it to either one of them, to be honest Pro- with you. No, you're probably right. So, yeah. But Matt Flynn had all this hype coming his way from for whatever reason, because he didn't really even play that much in New England. But when he got to Seattle, he was the starter. Yeah, Green then, Bay at the end. He had that one great game in Week 17. Right, right, yeah. right. So he was, he was New England and Green Bay, and it was like, what? Like, who, what? Who are you, dude? And then Russell Wilson took his job and then won a Super Bowl a couple years, a year, no, that year, right? Did he win it as a rookie? Yeah, he won, He went in as a third-rounder, and he beat him in camp after Flynn was No, but did he win the Super Bowl that year? No. Not as a rookie, no. No, no it, it was a couple years later. So it was a couple years later. Yeah, ago. a couple years, maybe a year later, because it was a 2012 season. So my point is, very rarely do you get what you're saying. You're right that it, sh- it needs to happen more, but coaches and GMs and player personnel people, they have their mindset on, on individuals, especially the quarterback, and this is going to be our guy unless he's so bad that he can't be our guy. And... I would love for the that to happen. I just don't know if Justin Fields is the right person to do it with, with the New York Giants. Yeah, I don't think the Giants will actually do it. I think it's something worth considering because Justin Fields is a young town who's gotten better over year two into year three. See, see, we've seen progress from him to the point where in his last 20 games, his numbers are not that far off from Lamar Jackson. He's going to be available. And so teams who don't have quarterbacks are going to line up and try to make a deal for him. Well, right now the Giants don't really have a quarterback. They've got a guy coming off a major, major injury, and there's a really good chance a year from now he's not on this team. I think it makes sense, and it creates a real competition. We'll get your calls coming up, 877-337-6666. That's the toll-free telephone number. Because one thing we know about the Giants and one thing we know about Joe Shane, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of who and when. They're adding a quarterback, whether it's in free agency, whether it's in the draft, or whether it's a shocking trade like this. Toll-free number 877-337-6666. What I don't fully understand is that Justin Fields is 25, at least he's 35 in a week, 25 years old, and I think you'd agree, Tiki, every year of his NFL career, he's gotten a little bit better. He has. He's gotten a little bit better. And it hasn't been a lot of continuity over the years. No! Not exactly the easiest spot. And yet, we as fans sometimes fall in love with the unknown. And that is the idea of, I want to draft my own guy. I want to reset the clock. I want to see what I can get from that guy. Meanwhile, you have somebody in this league who's gone through the bumps and bruises of the first three years in the NFL, has dealt with a lot of negativity, has dealt with a lot of coaching changes, Mm -hmm. as you talked about. And you got a chance to bring him in right as he's hitting his prime. 
Like, to me, it makes a lot of sense. And the thing that I was always scared off about with pursuing Justin Fields if I'm the Giants was the price tag. Like, obviously, if it was going to cost a first-round pick, I'd be scared off. Yeah. But the latest reports out of Chicago have it being more like a third-round pick. Yeah. And meanwhile, guys are gung-ho for, well, i got to use my second-round pick on J.J. McCarthy, who's probably going to go in the first round anyway. So you've got a chance to draft someone at number six. Maybe it's that star receiver. Maybe it's neighbors falling to you at six. Maybe it's more offensive line help. It's something else. To your point, the Giants have a lot of holes. And then you fill a potential hole at quarterback with a third-round pick. (laughs) Where if you draft a quarterback in the third round, what are your expectations? I can promise you it's not Justin Fields. Well, it could be Russell Wilson. It was a third-round pick as well. Could be. It's a rarity, though. the, The only thing that I worry about with Justin Fields is that it becomes a waste. For whatever reason, he doesn't fit well with the system. Mike Kafka or Dave's doesn't 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 like how he progresses or understands what they're trying to teach, and, and as a result, you end up just hanging on to him because you have him, and then he doesn't play. Say he doesn't even beat out in this case, even though you're discounting it. Tommy DeVito and Daniel Jones comes back, and he's the man. Now you've wasted an asset to go get a player who never did anything for but you. But a lot of times your third-round pick is wasted within two years I, anyway. Not if you're good. Okay. Not, not if you're good. But a lot not of times. Not if you're good at drafting. Not, and, and it's different because it's the quarterback. Like, if you're giving up a third-round pick for a, a left guard or a right guard, that's something different. Like, if you're trading for a guard, that's different. It's di- But when you trade for a quarterback and it's a third-round pick, it's like wasting a third-round pick on a quarterback that you knew was never going to play. But you don't know that. Like why, why do you keep saying you know he's not going to play? Because I'm not convinced that he's going to be right. right. You know, And if you're making this, it's a big decision. Sure. You're making this big decision because you're essentially putting both him and Daniel Jones on the on the chopping block. Right? They have a year to prove it. Yeah, prove it. And, and whoever does it is gone. Yeah. Daniel Jones, it's just money. We get that. But Justin Fields is not only money, but it's also the lost opportunity on whoever you would have taken I mean, with that third-round pick. talking about a third-round pick. pick. You want to go through the history of giant third-round picks over the last five years? More times than not, they turn out to be wastes. Mm. We overvalue our picks. You all are doing it. Well, by you all, I mean Tiki and Sean. I don't know what everyone else is out there thinking, but you're overrating your pick. Oh, God forbid we trade a third-round pick. It can turn into Joshua Izudu. I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? What? I, I Personally, Evan, I think that you've said a lot of things. And I'm curious on this. I think you've actually convinced me on Justin Fields since the commercial break. Third round pick, they're crapshoots. Setting this up. Evan, I think you got the wrong team here, pal. Shouldn't the Jets for a third round pick be in on this? I thought about it. No, no. He could sit behind Rogers. You could do all of this. I'll tell you the reason why I love it. Less holes to fill? No, no. I trust It actually makes more sense. (laughs) I thought about my football team. I'll tell you why it doesn't make any sense. Go ahead. Because I think Aaron Rodgers has convinced himself, and for the time being, I have to be on board with this, that he's going to quarterback for three years. Oh, yes. And the issue I have with Justin is the same issue yeah. I had with Zach. Yeah, we heard this It before. doesn't work from a money perspective. Now, when I argued the money perspective with you, it's different because Justin Fields could very well be your quarterback right now. If Justin Fields is my quarterback, I mean, Aaron Rodgers probably tore his Achilles again. Mm. I just don't think it works with the Jets because of the fact that Rodgers is committed to three years. If Aaron Rodgers came out after the season and said, hey, guys, one year. I'm going to give you one year. I'm going to give you the best year of my life. Dude, I'd have been banging the Justin Fields drum for months now. But the fact that he's so committed to multiple years, it doesn't make sense. 
Like, I know that you're trying to find me as, like, I think of Fields a certain way because it doesn't involve my team. You're just wrong. No, no, Like, no. it just doesn't fit where the Jets are. The Jets are in a different situation than where the Giants are. See, I, I think it doesn't fit where the Giants are, and it fits where the Jets are way more. I think you need to be honest. He can say whatever he wants, but this is where the Jets need to come. And you laid it out a month ago, two months ago. Yeah. You would rather play the game of keep finding those free agent quarterbacks. Correct. There is a chance, because we all kind of look at Fields as good and not great, there may not be a Justin Fields available in two, but three the, years. I know, but what do the Jets can do? Trade from and tag him every year? They can't do it. It financially doesn't work. And nor are you going to convince but, him, sign a four-year deal where you're going to sit for three years behind Rodgers. But, but in theory, if you trade for him now and you're not playing him, if Rodgers really is healthy, is the Fields market really going to explode Dude, where he's going to get a monster deal I, when he is a free agent? I'd sign for Justin Fields as my quarterback in two or three years. I just don't think it makes sense with where the Jets are. I think it makes a ton of sense to where the Giants are. Let's get to your calls. We'll start it off with Paul in Queens. What's up, Paul? Hey, what's going on, guys? Tiki, Evan, uh, Sean. Haven't called in a little, in a little minute. But um, I'm not going to lie, the Justin Fields for a third-rounder, I mean, like you said, like third-rounders are, you know, I'm not I'm not big on Justin Fields, but third-rounders are in this. But, you know, I, I'm not completely against that, but I wanted to focus a little more on the Daniel Jones aspect. Yeah. So I'm 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 pretty much what's called on Twitter or X uh, a Daniel Jones hater and a fake fan. Come on now! <laughs> I've never believed it. I've never seen it. I've never I never <laughs> I never thought he could be like a you know Super Bowl winning type of a top ten quarterback. So, um, but I will say this, and I've been like on the wagon of let's get rid of him, let's get rid of him, let's do something, let's bench him, whatever. Honestly, at this point, I the entire um, roster, like the Giants roster. And the amount of holes on it is astounding. Yes. Like, there is no depth at any position. We have a few superstars like Dexter Lawrence. We have, um, you know, uh, Dexter Lawrence, Kayvon could be, like, a lot. You know, Dante Banks, those are locked in, guys. Yeah. Andrew Thomas, whatever. But besides that, it's holes everywhere. This is not a realistic contender next year. Maybe not even the year after that. Hopefully, if they draft well. But I say, let Daniel Jones come back from an injury, sign a decent backup in case he's not ready for the start of the season. Let Daniel Jones play out the rest of the season until we can get rid of him. And then or, or, around or, or a brand-new quarterback. Or, Paul, he proves, might, that, yeah, he, go ahead, or he proves that you don't need to get rid of him. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's a win-win. Right. So it's, I, to me, it's a win-win. Because uh, it, next year, I don't think it's like it's, we, there's no real Super Bowl aspirations. It's just building. So uh, Shane talks about building it the right way and how it doesn't take overnight, and which is obvious, we all know. And I think they need to use every pick they have on building out this offensive line and the defensive line. I agree with that. Because, I agree. Wide receivers and linebackers and edge rushers and all those guys. I think you're – I mean, you nailed that. You're right about the third-round picks. So that's been pretty bad. Oh, see, now you looked, looked it up, right? But Dan Campbell was a third-round pick. Look, he's... Justin Tuck is probably the best of the bunch. B.J. Hill, even though they traded him. I agree with some him, hits, but... Hits and misses. But here's where I disagree with him. Yes, the Giants have a lot of holes. Yes, they need to add a big infusion of talent to this roster over the next couple of years to become that contender you envision them being. But the most important thing you need to find whether it's this year or next year, but preferably this year, is your quarterback. Mm. It's the most important. So when we spend an inordinate amount of time talking about one position over others, it doesn't mean the Giants are fine elsewhere. It means that quarterback is the most important position on the field. We all know that. 
And so what I like to do, and I have a lot of experience with this as a Jet fan, is I want to throw as much crap against the wall. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'll give you a theory I said a couple of years ago on this radio station. It doesn't apply to the Jets anymore. I had the theory of I would literally use a first-round pick every single season on a quarterback. Now, that sounds absurd. (laughs) It does sound absurd. But my thought was... I got to find the guy. So even if you're taking a guy who's probably a second-round pick, you take him in the first round. Well, I got to find... Or a third-round pick, you take him in the first round. My thought is I need to throw enough bleep against the wall because ultimately I'm not winning a damn thing until I find that guy. It's interesting. Because what would end up happening is you would never have to really pay for the guy. Right. Because you'd always be... Going on to the next guy. You're moving on quick. Before you paid him a big number. But what would always frustrate me is that when you have a young quarterback, Giant fans know this from Daniel Jones, I certainly know this from all the young guys I've had, whether it was Zach Wilson or Geno Smith or Sam Darnold, is for the first year and a half, you get the excuses. He's young. Mm -hmm. He's learning. The adjustment. Justin Fields has been in the NFL for three years. You've already skipped all the bad. You've skipped all the adjustments and the learning unless the, and the sitting through crap. Unless the bad is just part of his DNA. And then you move on. Yeah, but you only got a year to do it. Uh, what's the, the problem with that? Because you also only have a year with Daniel Jones. What's wrong? Okay. And so you're like completely restarting. What's but again, wrong? But again, that would fall into line with what I said at the end of the football season for the Giants. That Daniel uh, Joe Shane is probably saying, yeah, well, Daniel is hurt. Don't really have a quarterback. We probably need one more year. Right. This is not this is not a three year plan, John Mara. We need a, another year. So if give me this year, we'll figure it out. We'll get the roster built. We'll put the right kind kind and types of players on this team, and then eventually we'll find our quarterback and we'll be a winner. Let's go to Mike in Ramtown. Good afternoon, Mike. Evan, just want to say I love you to death, but I couldn't disagree more. Why? If Justin Fields, if Justin Fields yeah. has so much talent, then yeah. why would the Bears be willing to let him because go? Because they've got the number one overall pick. Okay, so then, tra- so then trade down, acquire assets, and keep the guy if he's so good. I'll tell you, I, I, I get what you're trying to say. Here's why I fundamentally disagree with that point. First of all, Since when did the Chicago Bears become the 2000s New England Patriots? Well, we all have to assume that because they're making a decision, they must be right. Let's start with that. Just because the Patriots, or I should say the Bears, but Mike (laughs) thinks they're the Patriots, just because the Bears are making a decision to move on from Justin Fields doesn't mean they're right. That's number one. Number two, Tiki, you know I'm definitely right about this. When you have the number one overall pick. Yep. And Caleb is standing there. He's sitting there as this generational talent, whether you believe it or not, that's been the talk for a year and a half. Do you think the Chicago Bears are selling off that pick? Or are they going to roll the die and say, you know what? Let's just cash out on fields and let's give it a whirl with the number one overall pick. That's why the Bears are moving on. Right. It's a special circumstance and they that's get, leading them to moving and on. And they get four slash five years. Of that. Yes. And so, whereas it's just a year and a half, like they're just trading time. And f- they decide to hang on to the head coach, Matt Eberflus, who I thought was in danger really the entire year, but they played well enough down the stretch that he kept his job. So he's kind of in the same situation. If he resets with a new quarterback and a new offensive coordinator, because he fired Luke Getze after two years uh, being the OC, 
then he can save his job. He can extend his job. Right. You're not going to do that if it's just running it back. I'm, I'm with you on why the Bears are thinking of moving on from Justin Fields. I just don't think that that move should be to the Giants right now. Well, you are the only person, because Sean really didn't do it. A few of these callers haven't done it. There's really only one retort to the idea of Justin Fields. There really is. If you think about it, whenever you bring up money or years on a contract or we have other holes or third round pick, understand you're already wrong. The only argument one can make where I would concede and say, okay, is if you don't think the player's good. If you don't think Justin Fields is good, well, then fine. How the hell can I argue with yeah, you? On the that? challenge I is- could I could disagree and say he's good, but using picks and compensation and Daniel Jones and Tommy DeVito and every other cockamamie excuse is not a real excuse. No, 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 no. no. It's if not you think Justin Fields at his best, which who knows we've even seen his best, is what you think the mid-floor ceiling is of any of these four quarterbacks, it absolutely matters. That's when money comes in. Because all things being equal, if I'm going to draft a guy who maybe only becomes Justin Fields at his best, I'd rather get four years on the clock of that. So it does matter, the finances and the picks and all. No, it doesn't. Not if it does. If you don't believe in the quarterback, fine. Do you think Justin Fields is good? I think he's good. I don't think he's elite. Okay. You think he could be a top 15 quarterback in the NFL? I you think guess? he'd be a top 10 quarterback in the mm-hmm. NFL? Because all I see is in the last 20 games, his stats basically match Put Lamar Jackson. Here's what I, a, who won the MVP, Forget the top way. 15. Uh, I mean, forget top 15 or top 10. The question is... He can be a top half quarterback. On his best day, do I think he's a better quarterback than Daniel Jones on his best day? And my answer would be no. Well, you're wrong. I think the best of Justin Fields has already been better than the best of Daniel Jones. Really? Did Justin yeah. Fields win a playoff game? Oh, so, so now it goes to wins again. Well, when you need I mean, an entire roster, dude. On. Doesn't it ultimately come down to wins? Justin Fields has started 38 games, which is not a lot over three years where he's been the starter the whole time. Right. It's only 38 games that he's played. He's only won 10 of them. And that's on him. Some of it is on him. Some of it is on him, but is some of it possibly on the fact that the Chicago Bears haven't been very good? Oh, my God. Can we throw that out there? You know what? Is that a possibility? But it doesn't matter. When they went 3-14 two years ago, last year, two years ago, 2022, they were dead last in defense. They allowed the Mm -hmm. most points in the NFL. Is that Justin Fields' fault? I'm sorry. Explain to me if I'm wrong about that. How, okay, so then how come Daniel Jones doesn't get enough credit for the fact that what he went through two years ago where his two opening day starters were Kenny Galladay and Kadarius <laughs> Toney. We went through the ups and downs, and really he finally got clicking when they had to waiver claim Isaiah Hodgins. Lost Wandell Robinson to a torn ACL. Daniel Jones elevated, no offense, like a group of just simply pedestrian receivers. And what are the Bears? Richie receivers? James what barely ba- could play because he they dropped traded the for DJ Moore. Yeah, that's last year. What about 2022? We're talking about the but whole that's the size point, here, though. Right? Daniel Jones did elevate that. Justin Fields has yet to elevate that. Sean, Daniel Jones won football games offensively for yeah. the Giants that Fields wasn't the, able to chi- with pedestrian bro, stuff around. The Chicago Bears in 2022. When Justin Fields wasn't quote unquote elevating his team, allowed the most points in the NFL. They weren't the second most points allowed or the third. The most points allowed in the NFL came from them. So I'm big on wins and losses too, mm-hmm. but context matters. Yeah, of course it does. But I think what Sean is trying to say is that Daniel Jones, when given a lesser deck, was always able to have some level of success. Justin Fields wasn't necessarily that way. Now, he's a couple years younger or. Less experience, not younger, but less experience than Daniel Jones. But the the problem is, is that there's still the question mark. If this was, I see this kid's coming, the Bears are just in a bad spot, and they have to move on for their quarterback because they have the number one overall overall pick with that crazy trade with the Carolina Panthers, then I get it. Move on. But the Giants aren't in that same, uh, same spot because there's still so much to be 
gleaned about Daniel Jones. We had one year with him being healthy. One year with an offensive line playing somewhat okay in a running game with Saquon Barkley being elite for a season. And then it all went to crap. And he got beat up. They stunk. And they had to just find a way to stabilize just part of this season. But that a lot of that was without Daniel Jones. I think, and I know this, the Giants, the organization, I think the, the coaches, uh, the, the, the teammates, they believe that Daniel Jones, when healthy, can be their guy. It's just a matter of giving him the chance to be that he's guy. He's had enough chance. I, I mean, I give him a chance. He's been in the league for what feels like 20 years. Been, he's just going into his sixth year. Or <laughs> sixth year. Yeah, hear yeah. what you just said. He's going into his sixth year. That's and we're talking about needing more chances. We're talk, People are talking about Russell Wilson being somebody's savior next season, even though he's going to probably have to play on a league minimum deal. And he's 34. Yeah, but what does Russell Wilson have to do with Daniel Jones? You're talking about Daniel Jones as if he's this unknown he's rookie. He's 27 years old. I know, but he's been in the league for five years, and he's already proven he can't stay healthy. That That is my biggest concern my, about Daniel Jones is that. Yeah, well, part of that to me has been how bad their offensive line was. When I look at the number of sacks and the and the, the violence of the, some of these sacks that he took this past season, it's alarming, man. They, they, they criminally protected him. They did a horrible job. Of, of, of keeping your most important asset, one that you just paid 160 or at least 80 million guaranteed uh, over over two years and 160 over four years, the, the, the way that they made him such a target mm-hmm. by being so bad on the offensive line is criminal. You can't pay your quarterback that much money and then have him get his ass kicked and keep doing the same things over and over and over. Oh, Evan Neal will figure it out. Oh, you know they'll they'll get it they'll get it right interiorly. Oh, they'll Evan Neal will be fine. He'll be. I mean, come on. At one point, you just got to say, you were going to get my quarterback murdered. Right. So, like, sorry, you can't play. Or we got to play with two tight ends or three tight ends and keep this 1970 football going. But you can't get your quarterback killed. And Daniel Jones was a victim of that, first and foremost. We'll get to more of your thoughts. Okay, from Adam Schefter. Oh, yeah. Combine news? No. The Giants will speak with free agent-to-be running back Saquon Barkley and explore a deal with him. But they are also unlikely to tag him for the $12 million per sources. Beyond that, hold your thoughts. I think we should get this at the top of the hour. I think we have a first tangible signs of collusion against NFL running backs. Mm. How about that for a tease for you? Wow. 